Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. For the cheeseheads who want it fresh, and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. I feel bad about this. I don't feel good about this game. Like, my issue, and I said it on, I've said it, it's like, it's the same problem over and over again. I just think like the definite, this is the definition of insanity is trying to do the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And again, like there were some really good things to like, right? Like I thought Kenny Clark had a just ridiculous game. Um, I will talk about Jair later, but you cannot let, look, Bijan Robinson is a generational talent. He's a unicorn. You are going to give up yards to him. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But letting him just pound you five yards, six yards, five yards, three yards, five yards, four yards. That is so brutal. Like, that is so brutal. Make a stop. One stop. Just one. And, like, I find it hard. I don't know where the balance is between it being execution and coaching. Right. Because Joe Barry's not the one out on the field who can't make a tackle. Right. Because B. John's out there breaking tackles. So what do you do to scheme him? But again, it's like that game with Dalvin Cook that I always go back to where it's like you have one player to stop one singular player and you know who he is and you still can't do it. Like, is that just that he's that talented or is there something wrong with our scheme? And it, I, I mean, we'll watch it the rest of the season. Let's see who can stop Bijan Robinson kind of is the, is the question. But I don't know. Arthur Smith didn't have to call anything else if he didn't want to. 
And what sucks is that like Desmond Ritter is so meh. He is just like the definition of mid for my all our Gen Z listeners out there. He is so mid and you didn't make him try to beat you through the air at all. Like they didn't need to, they only need to do is run the ball. And he made some nice throws. And I think another piece of this is that the Falcons have the M word two huge mismatches in the past game. Like Drake London and Kyle Pitts are freaks and they're huge. And people want to, I guess I'll go into it now. People want to rag on Jair for this game. He didn't have his best game. Sure. But the size mismatch between him and both of those players. And again, this should not like, there's a way to mitigate this because you're an all pro corner and you've always been this size and you go up against big guys and you know, you should be able to like press differently but like man the size difference like what are you gonna do when drake london just bodies out jair alexander in the in the end zone what 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 are you gonna do about that yo trey kevin what's up man you know i've been thinking what would have happened if the nba never vetoes the chris paul trade to the lakers and we get cp3 in the same backcourt as kobe in la well you get a very happy jack nicholson for sure and the lakers probably win a bunch more championships cp3 finally gets a ring or two or three and the kardashian empire is forever altered what did you just say hey everybody i'm trey wingo and i'm kevin frazier and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from wondery alternate routes as former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus I don't know. So I think, you know, the same way we talked about the Packers operating from like a, a primarily pass blocking offense, the challenge with their defense is they've always been designed to stop the pass and less so the run because they're used to as a franchise playing with a lead. And I was honestly shocked in the first half how easy Arthur Smith made it for the Packers defense. He threw yeah. so many passes. I was like, what are like you have two backs who are just gashing this Packers defense. Why are you com- like continuing to throw the ball like through the air? And, you know, I, I said it on the six pack, like at some point to evaluate Desmond Ritter, you're going to need to let him sling it. So Arthur Smith, let him sling it a little bit, but that's what got so frustrating is there were so many opportunities for turnovers. I had said on the show last week, like somebody's going to jump a route and house it because all he wants to throw are screens. And, when those opportunities come to you, they weren't able to capitalize on it. And again, like everybody has a down game, whatever they're going to beat themselves up about it enough, but something has got to give when you have a defense that's built to play with a lead or designed to, to defend the pass, then you have to do one of those things. Well, right? Like 211 yards on the ground is just inexcusable. And yeah. I understand that there was like a 36 minute differential to 24 minutes. This was a gas defense. They were on the field for 12 or, you know, time of possession was just completely lopsided. Like that'll happen. The defensive line I, I tweeted deserved an entire game ball for that, that goal line stand that they had where they made the Falcons kick a field goal. There were like shining moments where the defense looked fantastic, yeah. but it just, yeah. At, at this point you have to wonder like, 
Is it operation? Is it guys getting in bad position? Because we continue to see the same things over and over again. And it's just, well, it doesn't make sense. It wasn't complimentary football. And I think that's the other issue is like, you talk about just a spiral in the fourth quarter and it's like the defense, like you said, so tired. They had been trying to stop Bijan Robinson for 80 yards. They can't, or they do and they kick a field goal, but they still had drove the length of the field and then the offense goes three and out. And that's like cool. 12 seconds off the clock. Like, Literally. What does that do? Exactly. And so the defense like, well, it's a meme. Well, here we go again. And it's just like, <laughs> what? I, but my, my one thing I will say is this defense is filled. This team, the vet presence on this team is heavy on the defense. Yeah. Right. And so I think it's fair to have higher expectations of the guys on that side of the ball, because this is not growing pains anymore. This is year three with your defensive coordinator. This is year three together. And sure, they have some young guys out, you know, on the line, Devontae Wyatt, Colby Wooden, LVN, et cetera, et cetera. But like you are your base of this defense is not just vets, but like all pro pro bowl guys they need to be able to win this game for you. Like that side of the ball needed to do better. Um, It was just an all around like poor effort in the fourth quarter. I I get you're tired, but you're, you play football, pick up your stamina. Um, You know, I think losing LVN didn't help at all. Um, especially I think he he plays both pass and the run right and and that doesn't help because that's one less guy that's rotating in you don't get to pass rush which is this defense like you said this defense is built to stop the pass and their front is all about pressure and you can't really do that when all they're doing is running the ball and you think I think they got good pressure on Desmond Ritter but he also was able to make some plays with his legs and he was able to get the ball out you know, last second for some big completions. And again, just like kudos to the other team. Um, I'm just like really disappointed by, I think the vets on that side of the ball. You expect yeah, better. And, yeah. And I mean, the same way you, you talked about it already with like the Delvin Cook game and you knew Robinson was going to be the guy. So if your strength as a defense is your pass defense and your corners like to play press man, you make a young quarterback beat you with his arm because you try to, you can generate pressure. I, and I understand the size mismatch here as well. Like you have to understand that the wide receivers are also going to get their opportunities, but for every opportunity that this young offense had with these huge wide receivers, there was a ball in someone's chest that the defense dropped. Like there were plenty of opportunities to capitalize on young offense growing pains the same way that Jordan Love got lucky with a couple balls that the Falcons didn't pick. So if you're not going to lean on your strength and you're not going to mitigate, you know, the one gigantic risk that you have in front of you, then what is your, like, what is the identity of the defense? And I think that's what we're still trying to figure out. And we've continued to try to figure that out. And week one, we thought we knew. And again, it was week one against a really bad. It was the Bears. 